You are now listening to the season two finale of the Gutter Podcast from my basement for the last time in Linwood, New Jersey, with your host, Endicott Prescott and Joseph Cooper. This podcast finale is sponsored by Gary's Garments, Steubenville, Ohio. You're now listening to the Gutter Podcast live on Spotify, Apple Music, YouTube, and Facebook Live. Welcome to the Gutter. For the last time from a basement or the basement, only because uh, obviously we have to get right into this. My mother is being evicted, so I mean the gutter is being evicted. That's okay. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter at all because something new and exciting is happening. Hell yeah. Season three from the gutter studios. The gutter studios. You heard it right now. We have secured a uh, a warehouse, more like a a glorified lean-to. I guess you would call that. Some mm-hmm. of our friends in the construction business took pity upon us and, and threw something together. Tin roof, but that's all right. You're going to be a little loud during a rainstorm, but got our <laughs> studios. Hey, it sounds good on oh, paper. Yeah. Sounds good. We like season that. Season two finale, huh? Unbelievable. Holy Ep- shit. Episode 16. There's eight in the first season. Obviously, there's a number eight in the second season. That's a good thing. We like that. And uh, we haven't been able to secure any... Uh, <laughs> Any female guests yet? Maybe it's a sign. But we are still trolling. I mean, we got the lines out. You know, we don't know why that is. Uh, nothing to do with restraining orders or anything like that. No. It's just, I just think it's just timing. Usually, we're here on a Friday. Today is a Thursday. You know, we can now it can be revealed this is a Thursday morning. But that's all right. I think most people are busy. This Red eyed and bushy tailed. Yeah, yeah, we're ready. I know there's been a lot of. Uh, uh, commotion, I guess, weather-wise uh, yeah, in, yeah. in western New Jersey. I never hear it said like that, but west part of New Jersey. So a lot west, of tornadoes yeah. and destruction yesterday. You were a part lot, of the, yeah. the cleanup crew or was, part of the... crazy. Terrible. House is gone. Ah. Awful. Uh, Remember that game Twister? Yeah. <laughs> now that I think about it, that fucking... I hated that fucking game. No like stupid. stupid mat on the ground, all those colors. All fucking and, uh, colors. It's stupid. And you always play with a guy, and all of a sudden it's like, put your face in his crotch. And I'm like, what? What the fuck? Get the <laughs> hell out of here. What kind of game is this? Ooh. Hey, yeah, Twister's terrible. We don't want to make light of the Twisters that touch down over there. Terrible thing. But during it, now you know that somewhere, I, I guess there's a there's a warning when these things happen. There's sirens, maybe. We don't really get tornadoes a lot in Jersey, but... It's got to be some indicator, like on people's cell phones. Hey, oh my God, something could happen. I mean, fire departments have a siren that can be deployed when right. a tornado. I think more in comes, rural, but people would think it was a fire. Yes, in rural communities, I know we do have some listeners over there in Ireland and in Belgium. I don't think they even have tornadoes over there, but we get these phenomenon here. See the Wizard of Oz if you want to see what happens, and that's the best case scenario. Wizard of Oz, you get your house gets picked up, it gets thrown, and it ends up killing somebody who's wicked, and then. Great things happen for you. <laughs> I don't know if that really happens during a real twister or not. Oh, yeah. There's lots of film out there. Molica Hill hit hard. But uh, but you know that somewhere, somebody's been in the throes of passion. You know what I mean? They've been in the act while the tornado's coming. And the guy probably is thinking, I could I could ride this out, but I got to finish. <laughs> you know, how long do you wait when the tornado's coming? I mean, if you're with that special somebody, obviously you're in the middle of it. Yeah, you're thinking, well, the thing could go down my street and take a hard turn, right? Yeah, could definitely take a hard turn. Well, I mean, you have some of these houses are not touched, and across the street, they're completely leveled, you know? How bad do you feel if you're the guy across the street? Your house is perfect. 
You're outside on the lawn chair just looking across like, How you doing, buddy? My house is going brown. Sorry, neighbor. And you have nothing wrong. Now, would you actually tell me And their house is just completely But all their shit probably blew onto your lawn. And you're probably like, "Uh, excuse me. Are these the pictures of your kids? You want to come get them? I'm about to do my grass. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) I guess. Does that happen? I'm sure, it, I'm sure it does. There's community spirit in these uh, places, and uh, I guess you feel bad. It's like, well, I got to go to work. I mean, my car didn't get damaged. I got to go. Well, right now we're under a state of emergency, uh, so people aren't supposed to be on the roads. Um, of course. Shore Road out here. Is, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, South Jersey here, un- largely untouched. Of course, we had some uh, leaves turned against the wind. Leaves I noticed like- there, there weren't there many. There wasn't there many cars. Out there. So. Wow. Yeah. So maybe people got the, the word, but I'm saying somebody must have been having sex while this happened. And the girl, maybe she's unaware of it. She's thinking, God, this guy is really, he's like a storm. He's, <laughs> this guy is just all over me. I mean, the house is rumbling. You're like, oh my God, this guy is really giving it to me. Yeah. I'm sure that's happened somewhere. Probably in Haiti or somewhere like that. <laughs> Never in Zimbabwe. <laughs> Never in Western New Jersey. Oh, that reminds me, all these trees are uprooted now. And we said this before, right? Like if you were if you were up in a tree with a bunch of gay guys, would you stay there or get down? You remember I'm jumping off, <laughs> right? And and if you jumped off and then there was a bus and you got on a bus with a bunch of gay guys, would you stay on the bus or would you get off? I would kill myself. <laughs> How about that? Oh boy, it's still the gutter, people. It is still the gutter. Yeah, doesn't matter what time it is. You're a smart guy. You're smart. You, you would do the right thing. You know why fish are so smart. They're always in school. Yeah, in school. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you gotta love uh, that. This you is comedy love, hour. Do you love the simplicity? Well, it's, it's it's Thursday morning. It's not much happening. So yeah, we're trying to trying to get through all that tragedy out there. I think the only this is the gutter morning show. Brought gutter to you morning, by yeah. Uh, drive time. <laughs> drive time. The drive time morning show in the gutter. Of course, there's no drive time in South Jersey. There's no, yeah, I guess traffic jams or any of that stuff. Yeah. But, wow, but there are three people who lost their life. Sorry. Yeah, Passaic. Uh, and Passaic. That's North Jersey. So, But if you've been to Passaic, then they may be better off. What about these 13 soldiers over there, too, man? Oh, no. Jeez, that's, that's shit, man. And why 13? Like, it's a bad number, right? 13? Oh, shit, yeah. But there was 170 Afghanis who were, uh, unfortunately, you know, killed by this terrible blast. Uh, you know, come on. They're suicide bombers. You know? Imagine saying that. Hey, Abdul, uh, we're going to need you to do a bombing next week. Oh, fuck. Why me? <laughs> <laughs> do I live? Do I throw the bomb and run, or do I have to stay with it? No, no, you got to stay, just to make sure you get in the crowd. There, you got to get in. You won't be getting out of the crowd. Okay, what time? I mean, they, they, they schedule a time. They say like eleven thirty. You need to be down there in the town square, where all the people are, and just weasel your way in the middle, and then let it rip. Boom. Ouch. Yeah, but how does the mental process go through? I have a bomb I mean, there. You know, a lot of these guys, we probably have thwarted lots of these uh, terrible events because the guys just said, you know what? Fuck it. Like, you know, you don't want to go to work. It's a Monday after the Super Bowl. You say, I'm not going. Well, they give you the bomb. You're like, you know what? Yeah, I'll be there. And the people back at the headquarters are like, hey, where's that fucking bomb? Yo, what happened to Ahmad? He didn't do it. Where the fuck is he? You know, I guess they could find him. I mean, can you get out of these places? Like, I overslept. Sorry. <laughs> there had to have been bombers who I don't think slept. it works like that. Yeah, there had to be. Sometimes like, you know what? Fuck it. I got something else to do. I'll do it tomorrow. There's a football game. I'll just show up at the football game. No. We told you to be at the city <laughs> town square. Jesus. They got rules too, people. 
Isn't that terrible? And some fucked up shit. How about the people over there are having sex? I mean, let's let's. I know, nobody wants to hear about this, right? Well, I, I do. Somehow you see these these war torn areas and the fucking rubble and there's smoke and there's people blowing themselves up, but there's always little kids running around. Yeah. Well, there's no stork. I mean, these kids came from somewhere. I mean, somebody's getting it on in the cave, or wherever the fuck they're doing it. Their mud house. <laughs> in the fucking mud house. They're getting it on in the middle of all this. I mean, really, is there still dating in downtown Damascus? I guess there is, right? There's dating. You know, you met a nice girl. Where's she from? She's from Kabul. Yeah, I met a nice girl. Where do you take her? To the fucking rubble? To the pile? I'll meet you by the pile. Which one? The, the one, one I'm by the game. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Well, is it too soon for this? I don't think so. We're out of there anyway. Fuck them. You know, we're out of there. So you can have your rubble and all that stuff. But uh, yeah, unfortunately, we lost 13. That, that sucks, man. That is a real, that's shit. You know, but these guys are still getting it on. They get it on in refugee camps and everything else. I see babies everywhere. So that stuff, we can all agree upon the sex part that that's still great. You know, now, now obviously, you want it to be consensual. You don't have to force people. Like, here, here's my ration if you put out. You don't want that. I mean, you know. Here's my MRE. Yeah, here's right. Right. You can have my gauze. You know, you can use it for your forehead. You know, after I'm done. I mean, ugh. Yeesh. That's war babies, baby. That's that's tough shit right there. But how do you pick somebody up? Like, I met her by the, the tent. Let me fuck you on this mortar real quick. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And we left a bunch of shit over there. $90 billion worth of equipment, so. Yeah, well, the, there's a role in the military. Uh, you should know. You're a, Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm a, I'm a, a former vet. guy. So, during these special ops things, yep. if you leave a piece of equipment, doesn't oh. matter if it's heavy equipment or not, yeah. it's supposed to be destroyed. Yeah, disable that shit. Take the firing pin out. Take something out. I mean, Jesus Christ, you can't leave it. And they did that with the aircraft was left. But can you just fly the shit out? Couldn't you pay some guy to go fly that shit? Like, fly one, we'll take you back, fly another one? I guess not. And the damnedest thing about it is right now the Ukraine is begging for military equipment from us. Couldn't you just flown that shit over to them and say, there you go, take it. Nope. We'll buy you. We'll get you some new shit. Now, the guy who makes, you know, Black Hawk helicopters and he makes weapons and bombs, he's like, nah, fuck it. Let's make some more. So that military complex will be making a lot more money now. we got to replace that $90 billion that we left behind. Sorry. They are just fucking stupid. I think guys are going to be working overtime tonight. Got to make some more, uh, you know, M16s. So. What's well, funny is now China is going over. Oh, no. To their to inventory and their stuff. Jesus. Oh, they see all the secret things and all that shit. Like, give me a break. Really? Like, this is just terrible. Well, it's war, man. Fuck it. It's war. All the tal- there was videos of the Taliban, like, Taliban. writing, um, what's the place called? Do they have swimming cable? pools? Do they even have swimming pools? Over there? Imagine a Taliban life. Well, they have a gym, Ugh. and the people Yeesh. are sitting there using the gym. They didn't know how to fucking use didn't, it. They didn't know how to use it. They're the trying to get in the uh, tank, and they didn't know how to fucking drive uh, it. You got to shut the top. <laughs> See, we're You got to press here. the red button to start it. Oh, God. Are there toothbrushes? Why do I steer? They left a toothbrush. What the hell is this? Uh, my ass. Ugh. Oh, that feels good. What about a Taliban lifeguard? Imagine that a muscular. These guys are never muscular. They're they're all they have hairy, like bad bodies. Ugh. Just like a like fucking imagine werewolf. that the gold whistle and the fucking zinc oxide on the lips and the fucking ugh, jogging down the fucking uh, beach. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Fuck that, man. That's not a pool I want to go to. Yee. God damn it! Just leave them to themselves. Fuck them. Anyway, no, no, that's terrible. Terrible. We we hate to make light of the uh, the war effort. We love our guys. And Don't girls. kill us, please. We love our lo- girls, guys, and other who who performed over there. And wow, yes, performed what? Performed whatever. 
whatever their services were. How about the people that are here now? Oh, we love them too. People, hey, thank you for your service, all of you. Talk about the Afghanistanians. All right. So, and this is kind of the same vein, so to speak, vein, right? But um, about these brothels and about these massage (laughs) parlors. Jesus. What about them? Well, Atlantic City, New Jersey, it will will, certainly have some of the finest massage parlors in America. I've I've heard. I've, I've. Several gentlemen I know have well, gone hands on. yourself. But I'm talking about the etiquette. Okay, obviously you go in, you know, the girl takes you back to her little booth, whatever it is. You're going to have your massage. You know, you're both wondering, are you a cop? Are you a cop? So that, the first 10 minutes you're filling each other out. Are you, you know, trying to say shit or whatever, trying to figure out if they're a cop, you know, this entrapment, this not entrapment. But after it's over, you know, you get your massage. And, of course, we know what happens. They say, well, would you like a special wink-wink massage, you know, where they turn you over and, you know, finish you off. Because these guys are obviously easily turned on. You have a beautiful young lady, typically lady, um, massaging you. Of course, these guys become aroused because they're probably away from their wives, their girlfriends, whatever, or they're single, or they're virgins, whatever they are, or they're excited. They So they're massaging them. Of course, they're laying on their stomach. And then, well, it's about minute 28, and you got a half hour, so they tell them, Okay, they slap him on the ass and say, turn it over, boy. Do you want this to be a special massage? And, of course, that's meaning you want me to get you off, right? Anyway, so that happens. Of course, the guy agrees, you know, and that's extra. Like, the massage is 100 and then it's like an extra 50 Okay. So imagine now you paid the girl the 100 Now here's the extra 50 In the final two minutes, she, she gets you off. And it's like, okay, there's your 150 Now she's waiting. So... The problem is why I would never go to a place like this is what's the etiquette on tipping? Are you tipping these people? Like, well, here's here's one sixty. Oh, thanks. Ten extra bucks. You came in my face. Yeah, you know, it's ten bucks extra. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. What's the etiquette on tipping in a massage parlor? You know? And that's and this is where we get back to the military by saying, and when you're done, do you say thank you for your service? I mean <laughs> Is that what they say? <laughs> Jesus. Go get them, brother. Jesus Christ. Are they tipped? Do you tip? The, so that's what I mean. So are you going in there with a fistful of dollars or what? I mean, I don't know. You tell me. This is something that the gentleman I have not asked. Oh, no, no. Matter of fact, correct, correction. I do remember asking this guy who went to the brothel many years ago. He said it was like 250 I said, all right, so you gave the girl the money up front. You did your thing. Boom. And now it's time to get dressed and go. I mean, obviously you have a little awkward, uh, okay, she has to walk you back out to the front, right? So she's looking for a little extra. I mean, the 250 goes for the room, and the madam's got to get hers, and she gets a little bit. And you got to throw her a little extra. I mean, was it a good time or wasn't it, right? He said, I didn't give her anything extra. I said, you piece of shit. <laughs> you didn't, like, throw an extra 10 out there? Like, really? Nothing? That's what I mean. I would feel very awkward about that. And then you got to walk out to the front. She's thinking the whole way, you fucking stiff, you know? And you're being judged against the last 500 guys, too, who've been with her. And who knows that they tipped. Not that you have to. It's not a requirement. But you have to have some decency. No. For God's sake. I mean, you just met the person. You've been very intimate with them, however quick or you know, not quick. But, ah, that's terrible. And you wouldn't tip. Now, what if they're doing it and you don't get off? What if they're doing it to what? What if they're giving you that special and you don't get off? Or do you go uh, until you do? Yeah, well, you get the hour. I mean, you know... A lot of these women who work, and they've been interviewed, there have been studies, and there have been documentaries, and they say that like seven out of the ten guys that go in there don't want to have sex. They just want to talk. I mean, obviously, I'm one of the other three, but I mean, they just want to talk. I mean, what the hell? Don't they know about public transit? 
Can't they just get on a bus and talk to somebody? <laughs> That's what people usually do. <laughs> they sit on a bus, some guy next to you wants to tell you his life story. But yeah, so they want to sit there and just talk. But yeah, you get your hour. You can get as many as you want. If you can get off three times, and God bless you. Now, a professional, a gentleman who goes to these ladies often, he'll take care of himself first. Like, you know, obviously before you go in, he, he jerks off in the car. And then he goes into the place and he gets with her because the second time is going to take longer. So, you know, he's going to have more pleasure. And then his second one, God knows how long that will take. But, yeah, so then I want to get that quick one first. Now, the girl's on the street. So you told me, right, the girl's on the street. It's one and done. You could take a minute. It could take an hour. You know, and you're out. So it's not like a time limit thing. Wow. Who knew there were so many rules to this kind of activity? <laughs> Apparently I did. <laughs> That's what... But, um, yeah, they're out there working. And that, that's in a disaster area. It's in a war zone. It's anywhere. These girls are out there trying to make it happen. But, um, you know, you can imagine. A lot of these people at the end of the month, too, the, the, they used to be called the welfare moms. Sorry, welfare moms. But, you know, they couldn't make the ends meet. So in the final week of the month, they were looking to put out. So, you know, guys would come cruising around a lot of these low-income places around the end of the month. Because, you know, people are tapped out of money by that time. And, and they're more apt to, uh, you know, be agreeable to whatever your pleasures are. Right. So, I mean, and that goes for, you know, not just welfare moms, single moms, whatever. You know, but um, obviously you've dated plenty of women who've had children before. And, you know, right. Who, right, who, has, <laughs> who hasn't? But, you know, the thought is that, I guess, somebody who has children already, they come to the table with something that maybe is a little awkward and the guy doesn't have to be there. He doesn't have to raise your kid, none of that stuff. So a lot of them may have to be a little bit more agreeable because, you know, they feel like they've got the baggage. And if I don't do this with this guy, he may take off. I mean, so there's got to be a lot of pressure there on these girls with kids to put out. I mean, there's got to be. Have you seen that? <laughs> okay, I guess that's a no. Anyway, you have your own baseball analogy where if you go to first base with somebody... I mean, typically, I think that used to be just holding hands, right? Holding hands. Like I've been all night. around the field. Right, right. No, but I think that was first base. I'm not sure. Outfield, infield, well, home base, first that, base, you, shortstop, all that. No, they used to come back in and say, well, what happened with that chick last night? Oh, I got the third base. I'm like, really? What is that? I mean, what's your idea of third base? Well, I guess, you know, there's got to be some physical contact at first base. Yeah, second base, I guess, is fingering her I, I guess I don't know feeling her up that second base I hit a yeah, double yeah is that your second I never really thought about it I, don't know. I mean third base I guess is oral I'm guessing I'm glad to research that and you know home run is a home run right home run is the whole thing it's the whole kit and caboodle and that's it well you're the guy that's out there <laughs> with a lot of these people doing this you're a guy that strikes out a lot I heard is that true <laughs> couple foul balls you had? Absolutely not. <laughs> Second base is petting above the waist. Oh. Touching, well, feeling the chest. Oh. Breasts. Is that and nipples. Oh, so it's it's under shirt. Like under the shirt. Yeah, now third base. Third base. Oh, I, I guess I was a little bit advanced with oral for third base, but I guess. Third base is sexual contact with the genitals. Well, who says this? Delilah from the fucking radio? <laughs> who said that? So there's a standard. First base is getting kissing. 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 Second base is copping a feel. Well, I think now things are... Third base is hands in the pants. Oh. 
and fourth oh. Oh, well, home base is uh wait what is that copping a feel copping a feel just a feel just one feel like oops sorry yeah i was reaching for my seatbelt. oh that's what it says you tweaked me wow yeah so there's actually a standard so somebody has gone and they've actually listed this online First base kissing, yes. second base hand stimulation, third mm. base oral stimulation, fourth base. Wait, that's what I said. Third base oral. Oh, and, there's different and ones. Four, and then fourth, well, fourth base, home run is everything. Absolutely. What's a ground rule double? They don't have that. It's, just, it's first, second, third base. I don't know who came up with this. A very perverted baseball player, obviously. Probably. But I know Babe there, Ruth. there were standards. Were there standards for it? It was Babe Ruth. Babe Ruth? Yeah. Wow. Could have been. You grounded out. Babe Ruth. <laughs> yeah. George Herman. Hey, babe, come here. The babe. Oh, he had all kinds of women. Ugh. Incredible. Well, for his was day. this his actual name? Oh, George Herman was his name. Oh. George Herman Ruth, but yeah. So why they call him Babe, babe. Ruth? Oh, he's a, the Bambino. He's a big baby. He's a big kid. So the women loved him. He was a big boy. But the other ways are buff. Uh, well, they said that he would eat anything that wouldn't eat him. So that was a, that's a big guy. There you go. You know, a lot of these girls, too, they use this uh, certain code. Did I tell you about the code? Well, a girl says that guy's a jerk. I said, oh, did you ever meet this guy? Oh, he's I a jerk. I thought we covered that already. Oh, I know, but that means he's trying to get yeah. in her pants. Right? Yeah. Who came up with that, getting in her pants? Like, does that mean you want to wear those the pants? Grand Tan Man. Give me a question. What does that mean, anyway? You don't hear any of these terms anymore. I think those are fun. You knew where you stood. You know, guys would be saying, oh, we're going on a date tonight. We're trying to get in her pants. I'm like, I don't think I'd fit. There was no. a term that we used to say as kids oh. that was this shit at the time. I can't remember what the fuck it was. Oh, Jesus. Well, good thing he brought it up. He can't remember what it was, but he brought it up. So now we can all be tantalized <laughs> yeah. by his memory. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> He's a jerk. He means he tried to screw her. Right. So my boss is a jerk. I'm like, really? He tried to screw you? No. He told me to do extra work. What the hell are you talking about? He wanted me to do all this extra filing. Oh, I thought you meant he was a jerk. He wanted to screw you. Where did that come from? That's what people were saying, right? Wow. Ugh. Who knew? But, um, wow. Now you're with these people that are out there. They've got kids. It's kind of awkward, but now you. And is this true? Or is it, I don't know if it's you or somebody else. Or the old man told me. I don't know. But they say you purposely, you send the kid to bed during, during dinner. You know? Just get out here and go to sleep. I'll finish your plate. <laughs> go to bed without dinner. <laughs> Some fucked up shit. Uh, you pick a fight with the kid, and you kick him out of the, and you eat their food. Yeah, not good, not good. What about your web search history? What about where the kids in the circus run away to? <laughs> My web search? Yeah, oh. I heard you had some. Uh, no, I said the Joseph question. Cooper. No, it was your fucking web. Don't try to flip this. I said I you got were going a, through your phone, and we found some questions. I got a hold of his search history and I actually printed it out, which is probably illegal, but. He was using the restroom, and he was, uh, obviously, he's <laughs> suffering from IBS. <laughs> yeah. IBS. Irritable bowel. So he was in there for a while, and then he said, oh, here's his phone. Let's check his search history. Actually, I was looking for a phone number. It's a long story, but the county office, I knew he had it in his phone. And I see the searches, and I see blacks on blondes. Okay. I said, that's all right. <laughs> Interesting. Then I see corn-fed cocksuckers. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> you think of Gene Dixon, motherfucker. Uh, 
Let's see. Uh, what was it? Carolina Cuties. That was a good one. I like that. I have them written down here. Carolina Cuties. Then we, oh, Lord. Then we have just the word cum. C-U-M. Cum.com, which is, imagine the guy who got that one. Look, look for the domain name. Is cum.com taken? How about cum.com? Shit, that's good. I should get that one. <laughs> is that out there? Oh, my God. I should get that. Damn it. I shouldn't have said that. All right. Anyway, cum.com. What were your other ones that you did? Um, sperm catchers. <laughs> Dumpster divas. What were they? Dumpster divas. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm not about that. <laughs> Boiler room babes. <laughs> Boiler room BRBs. Boiler room babes. Gateway mafia. Um. <laughs> Gateway mafia. <laughs> so last night I was at the fire department. Oh, Lord. It's all about gateways. I'm a fire. Excuse me. Okay. Fuck you. All right. So Thank you they were talking you. about their, their psych exam because. Oh, okay. One is a former firefighter. I mean, a former police officer. So they had to go through a psychological, you know, whatever. Anyway, so the psychologist or psychiatrist, whatever, oh. um, was <laughs> asked him, do you watch angry porn? Angry porn? Yeah. Oh, like uh, well, what's, rape what's angry fantasy. Porn? And, yeah. Sure. Well, rape fantasy. You know, or well, he said, "Does anal sex count?" <laughs> <laughs> Not if it's consensual. <laughs> and now uh, she's like, "Um, boy, boy, boy and girl." Oh, a boy and girl. What the fuck is wrong? Yeah, with it's sure, of course. Oh. Standard, standard okay. stuff. <laughs> They're just okay. Okay. Wow, danger, grave danger. Is there any other kind? Yeah, I think you were watching Twink. I think I thought. I oh, saw Twink. Oh, yeah. Man. No, you're you're back to your searches. I, I saw I saw that on your phone. Twink. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe host as Twinkies. That's about it. No, no, no not the other. There's thing. no ease. At no, the but end. actually, my brother, we know. Remember, we originally started the podcast with the thought a lot of that people don't know this. Okay, the thought was my brother is in prison. We know that he's six and a half years in state prison out in Oklahoma. We got to get into this in season three. I know we keep putting it off, but anyway, he's in. Nothing violent, but you know he's doing his stretch. He's doing nothing good. violent. My asshole. He's <laughs> He pled guilty Fuck to five felonies. Whatever. It's a long story. We'll get into it in season three. We need a whole season. But but he says inside. I said, well, there's Nor- Northern Serenios. There's uh, Nazi lowriders. All the different gangs that are in prison, right? But one of them is the GBGs. I said, what the hell is that? And that's the gay boy gangsters. And that's a real thing. Folks, you don't believe me. GBG. Letter G, golf. B, bravo. G, golf. GBG. The gay boy gangsters. And these guys, when they hit, it hurts. I mean, I'm not talking about the sheets either. I mean, these guys are tough. A lot of these gay guys are ripped, right? They're strong, you know? And they get in there, and they're looking to prove themselves, you know? They say, oh, a lot of gay guys want to go to prison because that's where all the sex is. Not this kind of sex. You don't want that, you know? So, tough place to be, but this is a real deal. I mean, these guys are serious. The northern Mexicans, there's obviously the gorilla family, and, you know, there's all kinds of different real uh, mafia Inside the prisons, you know, I thought you were lying. No, no, GBG, very, very important. And, and it's very, real. very strong, strong club. I said, well, you're not part of that, right? He said, no, 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 I'm not. I'm good. And he's not an Aryan brother. It's Aryan nation. There's all kinds of stuff for the white guys, but so what know. is he part of? Oh, he's he's not in anybody's car, as they say. If you're in a car, who's the group you're with? You know, so he's he's not. But if it came down to it, he's in the car with you know, obviously the whites. And being white, he has no choice. He can't Aryan be in the car. Brotherhood. Well, he can't be in a car with blacks because in prison it's all segregated. So he's not affiliated with any certain group, thank goodness. But um, but he was attacked by a neo-Nazi, an Aryan brother, A.B., 
and broke his back, actually. Not with sex, either. They said, I'd break that chick's back. But did he not know that this fucking uh, individual was German? Oh, right. I don't think... Well, the Nazi didn't know... That, well, this Aryan brother didn't know that he was a German, I guess. But he didn't care because he was... This Nazi was about to be released. And he went and picked on my own dear brother, who was at that time 59 years old. You know, here I am just a pup, and I have a 59-year-old brother. But So in order to stay in prison, he wanted to attack my guy. You know, just to get an extra charge to stay in. Because these guys don't want to get released. They do so well inside. He had a lot of power and whatnot. So uh, he did attack him when his uh, back was turned. Ended up breaking his back. Knocking him out. You know, kicking him in the back and then stomping him and whatnot. So my brother had like three broken bones in his back. They found out on videotape who it was, who did it. And uh, the guy was given three additional years. So everything worked out. Well, except for the broken back. Oh, of course. <laughs> that sucks. Did he fight back? Uh, no, he, he was attacked from behind. He was knocked down and attacked stomped. Behind. Literally. Well, he wasn't raped. But, <laughs> well, I guess we'll never know. But he says he wasn't, and he was taken away. And So then they had to put my guy in protective custody, though, because he was injured and he was older. But the people in protective custody inside are gays, of course, uh, former police officers, former prison staff, um, gang dropouts, and child molesters. So when you're put over there in SAG with these people... Chomo. Yes. They say, you're, you're in PC, protective custody. They say, wait a minute. You're the fuck over there. You're one of those groups. He's like, wait a minute, I'm not gay. I'm not a cop. I'm not a you know uh, gang dropout. No, I got, I got injured. So he couldn't be back on the main line in general population because he was injured. Main line, big time. Yeah. Main line. Oh, God. Listen. A couple years ago, Joseph Cooper and I, we, we're not great songwriters, but we thought we'd take a shot Let at this. Let him out. It's called Let Him Out. It's about my brother, of course, the lyric. We, we, we don't have it recorded yet. We are going to do that in season three. Beth time, rec time. Yes. It's a, it's a very... Jerry Something like that. It's, it's catchy. But we'll get into that. But anyway, he's doing his time. Good time over there. But uh, hey, you never know, man. You get attacked by your own people. He's German. He got attacked by a Nazi. So pretty weird. But he lived to tell. Afterwards, did he find out that he was German? Uh, I don't know how it really worked. He's not in that, well, in that yard anymore. He's out of that facility, thank God. So he, that was the only time he's had any run-in that he's told me about. Thank goodness. Maybe someday he'll divulge whatever else went Does on. Does he talk to Tom? Uh, no, I have a brother who is a homosexual. And well, no. maybe they share the gay stories and yeah, well, Dean I, well, just keeps my, you out well, of it. No, my brother Dean who's inside. He's not gay, but my other one is. So yeah, I don't know. Well, come on. He's been in prison for like how long now? Six and a half years. Well, nobody's okay, well, you think that... Well, he, I'm sure he's had desire not to be with a guy, but, I mean, that's where pocket pussies come in. You know? That's where you, you get a latex glove. You know. Well, I don't think that he would openly tell you that he had... Uh, no, uh, no, the, the, a blow the letters and the... Everything's monitored. I've been out to visit a couple times in, in Oklahoma. You went the one time, of course. But, uh, yeah. They get by with a little help from their friends, supposedly. Okay, Rosie Palm and her five sisters. Yeah, right. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what's going on over there, but no, they, they take care of themselves. And I think uh, the heterosexuality is suspended when they go inside. I'm not saying these guys are all engaging in anything. I'm not alleging that. But I'm sure they have rolled that way a couple of times. You know, the shot callers make it happen. And I guess you better do it or else. God help you. And that's pretty creepy, but. Now, you wanted a new name for this podcast, and one of them was Caged Heat. <laughs> That's what they call chicks in prison. Caged yeah. Heat, right? How about being a, a male 
prison guard in a female prison. Oh, Lord. Woo. Yours, you, you came up with the name Eggplant Exploders. Uh, I did. That, yeah, that must have been in yeah. one of my... <laughs> one of my drug-induced comas. I, yeah, yeah. I don't know about that. but Eggplant Exploders. Very interesting. But, yeah, being a prison guard in a female prison, I mean... The leaking banana. <laughs> <laughs> uh, didn't you want to call it Lava Flow? Uh, the, the next season? Lava Flow. I'll call it Spurt. Oh, Lord. It comes in spurts. So any, Oh, by the way, now we are in Inlandwood, of course, New Jersey. We can't say where exactly for legal and security reasons, both mostly security. <laughs> mostly security. Jealous husbands and boyfriends, and you get it. But um, the number two ranked... Now, okay, there's obviously a ranking system for all the women that I interact with. Uh, I'm a numbers guy. A six and a nine, we stick them together. You get it, but um, so I keep a top ten in, in my mind, and sometimes on paper, sometimes on computer of the uh, most attractive, I guess, women, alluring, whatever they are. They, they have that it factor. But the one former number one on my list, former number one, is leaving town. She's moving, which is terrible. She's moving. I've had the chance to interact with her. You know, just not physically, but I mean, talking, right? And, uh, I'm sure you wish physically. I did. Uh, definitely. That's my pillow about that. But anyway. <laughs> that's the same pillow you lay your head on that night. Uh, anyway. But she was so, anyway, I was able to engage her in a very uh, deep conversation, very <laughs> as deep as a mud puddle. But anyway, she was leaving and uh, <laughs> it was very close. I'm being sure the picture of somebody eating food. Um,. But I was able to give this, <laughs> I was able to give her the card for this show. And she was just. Pop for teacher. She, oh, my God. I said, listen, first off, do you know what a podcast is? Of course. She said, of course. I know what a podcast is. Well, here. What about this one? And she was really touched. She was touched by that. So hopefully she's listening to who you are, the girl that I gave that card to. And you're moving to a New England state. I can't say which one, of course, but you know who you are, leaving Linwood for a New England state. And you're listening to the podcast. But, um, wow. And by the way, not only did she get a card, the first card that she was given, guess what else happened? What? Uh, a close encounter of the third kind. Jesus Christ. Which means there was physical contact. That's correct. Just with handing of the card, but I mean, it counts. But anyway, so that number two goes into the wind, and now obviously number three is thrilled because three is now two. And, um, you know, they're all moving up. So summer, we've seen a lot of different uh, new talent come around, and that's great. Some of these people that have been covered up all winter come in, and uh, you just don't know what they've been working on. And all of a sudden, boom, off comes the parka. You know, off come the Uggs, and, and look out. Thank heaven for little girls. Wow. <laughs> Not little girls, you know what I mean. Can't you know what they were working on all winter? So, And I've developed a great talent, too, and I'm sure you know this. I don't know if I told you about this or not, but the ability, the ability to really see through people's clothing. Now, this could be a good or bad thing, but I can really, and women, of course, see through the clothing and imagine everything. Now, you think you can do that, and I thought I could just do that too, but now I've really concentrated, and I've been able to really come up with some good stuff. You know? Have you had the same uh, feelings about uh, that? No. <laughs> Um, well, some of these people come in, and I really can just look past the the clothing. I I really can. It's it's incredible because I didn't really realize that the power I had in doing that. 
And it's weird because that's a segue right into today's sponsor. And thank you, thank you, thank you. Three of them. Three thank yous for Gary's Garments, Steubenville, Ohio. I mean, this guy, he's, he's you know, he's working that fucking sewing machine like Rumpelstiltskin. You know, he's, he's throwing stuff together. Rumpelstiltskin. Yeah, <laughs> Rumpelstiltskin. Gary's Garments, thank you for being on the season finale, number two here. And we're looking to come back in season three. And, folks, we did mention we were going to change the name, only because there's so many people now squatting, so to speak, on the gutter name. Right? In the gutter. The gutter. Okay. Look at the All the gutter shit. But with with our new home being the gutter studios, we thought we could be the gutter studios. Right? That could be a new name, which separate us from these others. That's the um, that's idea. A, that's a working plan. So we're going to see how that works out. But you know, in the meantime, you gotta gotta separate yourself from the others. You know, you're out there. You're you're picking up debris at these uh, tornado sites. I mean, going through people's personal belongings, <laughs> seeing what works for you, what doesn't work for you. Oh my God! What do you think is going to happen tonight? You got to go back to the scene of the crime there. I do. Ugh, um, the despair. It's gonna be fucking crazy. Ugh. <laughs> porta potties and just uh fucking you ever see the water trucks the water people go up with like a bucket to the back of a truck and they like put the water in the bucket and they they're happy like the people are happy to get the water right this isn't syria this is fucking you know western new jersey for god's sake can't we get these guys bottles you ever see the the you know the water truck it's called a tanker the tanker but it kind of, and the people are like there's like an army guy and he gives you a bucket and the people are really well i guess they wash their clothes in it or something i don't know what the fuck they do Ugh, isn't it horrible? Jesus, are you going to be part nuts. of that? Um, oh, are you no. going to be handing out meals? What, what, what are you trying to do? Storm surveys. Which means... Well, you, you ask people, how did, how did you feel about this storm? How did you feel about this storm? Jesus. Wow. Is that what they do? No, he tagged me in it. Chad. Oh, I don't know. Gordo Loco. Oh, Jesus. Oh, oh there's okay. a shout-out right there to Gordo Loco, Gordo Chad Loco. Alley. Well, what is a storm survey? Or a, 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 what is um, it supposed to entail? You go to the disaster site. You go home to home, see and knock the, the level. Yeah. If there is a door. If there is a door. And you do a damage assessment. They're like, well, who are you? I have a clipboard. They're like, sir, can you see my house? It's all down the street. You're asking me how am I doing? Well, then we will mark it as a total, total loss. Sir, please don't be belligerent. Just answer the questions. If you have a clipboard and like a, a uh, ID badge hanging from your neck, people just automatically just stop everything. Okay, what do you need? Answer questions. Yes, my cock is four inches long. Yes, yeah, so answer anything you ask. It's under average. All, yes, 5.14. All you need is a clipboard and an ID. Now, a lot of these guys go into these areas and they start to, you know, that's out security because they try to steal the shit that's on the street. There's a coin collection that got thrown. There's fucking, you know, whatever, right? Yeah, they have these looters, right? They call them looters, I guess. Yeah. But what what makes you eligible to be a storm surveyor? You just have to have a heartbeat in a car. Hey, what do you need? You need to take trainings. Oh, well, can you give some of the sample questions? Like, how do you feel about your house being <laughs> completely it's not, annihilated? It's not like that. Do you have any hot daughters? I mean, uh, maybe, maybe okay. not. Like, what if you were there and all of a sudden you're interviewing the lady of the house and she's attractive, you know, and you look down and there's just a bunch of sex toys laying on the ground. Like, ma'am, are these yours? Did they blow here from another? I mean, do you mention that? Her unmentionables that are laying on the lawn? What kind of questions are these? 
is her panty drawer just exploded it's all over the place i mean what do you say are these yours i saw you as a thong girl <laughs> no i did not say that what the hell kind of questions are these we talk about the damages if there's any leaks flooding you know yeah, well assuming the house has torn off its foundation yeah we got some problems okay so i mark it down okay but do you have insurance i guess and these are well yeah we take that information. this look like a pretty affluent neighborhood. we also offer um demolition services to them as well no it's your soliciting we okay. do the demolition ourselves oh okay yeah and these people are at the worst moment of their life. Now, typically... Like, we're able to, to determine if it's a total loss or if it's savable. Oh, so it's like uh, an appraisal. Kind of, kind of... Yeah, kind of. I'm going to total the car. Wow. But these people just experience something devastating. Now, typically, these storms only hit poor people. Have you heard this? Like trailer parks. Like God hates trailer parks. We know that. He picks them up. He throws them all over the place. But this was a nice area. We're going to say Mullica Hill, specifically. New Jersey, I understand, is affluent. So these are not poor people. Our governor is there right now. Oh, no. What's he doing? Uh, campaigning? <laughs> Jesus. Now he's uh, meeting with all the victims. That's very kind. You he's know, supposed I, to go to joint base, but then the turn happens. Oh, so. boy. Now, I, by the way, I don't know much about this governor. I don't really do local angle. I'm a world man. I do world stories. But this particular governor, and we'll name him Governor Murphy. What's his first name? Phil. Phil Murphy. I'm sorry. All right. Phil Murphy. I understand he was once the ambassador to Germany of all places. I am German. And he's worth like $300 million. You know this? This guy's got a lot of money. He still is the ambassador. Shit. Oh, he is? He's he can be the ambassador and a governor? Wow. Okay, well. Anyway. Well, our friend of the show here, a great friend of the show, uh, he lost his son last year in a car accident. And this Phil Murphy, Governor Murphy, Ambassador Murphy, you know, personally called our friend and, you know, you know said he was sorry for his loss because the, the boy was uh, working for the New Jersey State Parks uh, you know, whatever agency, whatever you call that. Yeah. And uh, he was a state employee, so they must have given him a name, and he, he called personally, and that was a nice touch. So I don't know much about this Murphy guy. I hear a lot of bad things about him, taxes, COVID, mass, all that stuff. Now he's touring this, uh, you know, devastated site over As here. As U.S. ambassador to Germany. Oh, okay. Oh, he saw firsthand, blah, blah, blah. So he's no longer, you know, he's, not, he's, he's not governor, but I mean, yeah, but he's worth all kinds of money. Good for him. But that was a nice touch. He called our guy. We appreciate that. So politically aside, you know, the human factor, I guess he's a father. I don't know. All state offices are closed today. Oh, geez. So I, if I worked 80 miles away from this event, I just have the day off. Oh, that's cool. You're like, wow, we got to get more of these tornadoes. Murphy, Murphy declared it. Well, it's a state of emergency, so. Which means we can't be on the roads. Oh, down here, it's yeah. a beautiful day. We got a beautiful sunny day. I mean, come you on. You can't be on the roads. Wow. It's just as if it was fucking blizzard outside. Ouch. Well, I'm sorry about that. And then, you know. We're all essential workers here. You know, this wow. podcast is essential to the people. We're all stars, too. Oof. What about tonight? I mean, guys get horny. You know, these storms get guys horny, I guess. So what's going to happen? I mean, tonight, they're going to just do it on a party. Do it at a porta potty. Hey. How about the schools? Are the schools back in? Are schools in? Some schools are, yes. Philadelphia went into school on New Jersey. A lot of them go back uh, okay. Monday. Well, this is kind of a repressed memory, but now that we're here in the season finale, I guess we can say it. Uh, being in school, of course, is terrible. You know, we all hated school. It was us against them, students versus teacher. But um, we would go to gym class, right? And it would make you change. You had to change to get in gym class, right? And it makes sense. 
but gym class is like in the, the beginning of the day, right? You start at eight o'clock, gym class at nine o'clock. It's like, oh shit, you got to get into shorts and blah, blah, blah. And you do all that stuff and they have you running around. It's, it's warm in September, like here in Jersey. It, it, it could be warm. I never got a chains for gym. Really? Oh, they made I, I, In uh, seventh grade, I think it was, or sixth grade, I got my grade as NG. What, no good? <laughs> no grade. Oh, no grade. Okay. <laughs> no good. Okay. I had a 28. At 28. You remember that. That's well, a good memory. Interesting. One mark for you, I had 28 as my grade for gym oh. because I wouldn't change. Why wouldn't you change? Is there something happening there? It was just a... I didn't want to change in the locker room with a bunch of other dudes. Well, it's funny you should get to that because that's where I was going in the fact that we would change, yes. And, of course, I was dangling for everybody's delight. And what they say, and this is true, too. We have a, a, a gay man that works with us here, and he's a devout homosexual. He says that... In the gay community, and I wouldn't know this. He he shared this with me. Why I don't know. He said, "Listen, guys with like a big nose. That's the indicator of obviously a big member." I said, "I thought it was big feet or big hands, right?" I remember Trump and all that with the big hands. He said, "No, no, no, no. Gay guys are always watching, looking at your nose." I said, "Wow. Now you always say that I have a big nose. (laughs) That's where we're getting to. I don't know if that's true. I do not know." But anyway. That Denny's chick has a big nose. Yes. But anyway. Maybe she was a member. Yeah, maybe. I was in school. Wasn't trying to find out. Well, I was, we would run around. Of course, I was a great athlete. I still am, but I was a great athlete. And I, would, and I don't sweat. I beat you in I'm very, I'm, say, very uh, Nordic, we'll say. We're Nordic people. We don't really sweat. We're, you know, cold. So when the gym class was over, of course, the you were ordered to take a shower, right? You had to take a shower. I mean, you couldn't go back to resume your day without getting a shower. So the, these two guys, and I'm, uh, Mr. Purcell and Mr. Kimball. Now, Mr. Kimball was six foot eight. Big guy. Looked like a, a real loser. He, <laughs> Give me the day now. Real loser. He was six eight, but he couldn't dunk a basketball. White, white guy. And he ended up dying anyway. But back then, they, these two guys, Purcell and Kimball, would stand there and you'd come back in. All right, all you maggots. Well, that, maybe that was the army. <laughs> all right. All right, all you kids. Get in there. And, and change, and you're all going to get a shower before you go back to class. I said, okay, I can then be ashamed of, boom. So I'm jumping in. But some of these guys, like yourself, NGs like you, no goods or no grades, wouldn't do the it's shower. no grade. They wouldn't do a shower. So you would have to walk by these two. Like, they, first of all, they'd be watching. Now, they're watching you. Now, how unnerving is this? You're 12 years old, and you're being watched by these two guys. One of them six foot eight. Like, you got to walk by these guys getting a shower. And then you would, um, if they didn't think you got a shower, you had to walk by. They'd say, wait, stop. And they would feel your towel to see if it was wet or not. <laughs> this Mr. Kimball, what a creep this guy was. He would say, come here. And he'd feel your towel. Now, why wouldn't, I don't know why he wouldn't feel your body, I guess. But some guys would go in the shower. They would stand off to the side. They wouldn't get in the shower. Well, I don't know why you'd go in. He wouldn't get in the shower. But whatever. I didn't really care. He wanted to see what everybody else got. Yeah, well, he would feel your... T- I mean, he would see if it was damp or not. So some guys... <laughs> says really fucking weird. What kind of people are these? Do you need to talk to a lawyer? <laughs> <laughs> well, he died. Probably of age. But anyway, but some guys... I noticed some of these young men coming of age, right? I didn't notice their bodies, but I noticed them dipping their towels. Like, like they would kind of drag their towel into the shower. It was a, like a large shower area. I think concentration camp, okay? Big shower area. And, uh, wow. Ouch. But, and they would drag their towels. I was like, what the fuck are these guys doing dragging their towel? 
they would stand there for about five seconds, drag their towel, turn right back around, and walk back out. And he'd say, wait a minute. Come here. And they would feel the towel. Of course, their bodies are pretty much dry. They had some mist, right? Mist from the showers. And they'd say, all right, you're okay. And they would put the end of the towel up so the guy would touch it. <laughs> this has got to be the creepiest fucking podcast I think you America. need to talk to a lawyer. Is this the creepiest podcast in America or just in, in the basement of Linwood? Probably. But he would touch it. And me, I wouldn't worry about my towel. When you were in the shower, did you ever? A peek? Oh, of course. Yeah. I had to see over. where I stood. I had to see where I stood. I was like, okay, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm not at the top of the game. I'm not at the bottom. I'm, I'm, in, I'm there leaning you're, towards the top. You were looking at other people's. Uh... Oh, you couldn't help but notice things were flapping <laughs> and, and, and wiggling and all kinds of stuff. But That's gay. No. Peeking is not. It is. I well, I wasn't dropping anything and peeking, but I was, you know, you couldn't help but notice. There, these are the showers like, is a, like a pole, and there's like six shower heads around the pole, like a clock. And, you know, the, the shower comes out. So everybody's pretty close. I mean, you know, people are lathering up. And by the way, speaking of Babe Ruth earlier, one guy I was seeing some story on Babe Ruth. He said, yeah, after the game was over, and I'm talking like an old man, yeah, after the game was over, uh, Ruth... Would be in the uh, showers with us. He said, one time I was, I, was, I was lathering up and all that, and I felt a warm stream on my back. And I turned around, and it was baby. The baby was urinating on my back. Now, why would he share that with the world in this documentary about Babe Ruth and what a great guy he was? That Ruth, he thought that was funny. He would like to take a leak on guys in the shower. And, of course, it was from him, so nobody said anything. He was a star. He made 100 grand in 1932 when the president made 50 grand. That's gay. So that was, uh, but he thought it was hilarious. Like that was his thing. He also ate two hot dogs every seventh inning. They have a little bat boy go, here you go, here baby, and he'd eat two hot dogs every seventh inning. The baby ate two. Anyway, back to our sad story in the Ocean City Intermediate School uh, boys locker room with, with Mr. Personal, Mr. Kimball, feeling people's towels. I mean, you talk about, if you can make it out of there and, and you know, keep your heterosexuality intact, I mean, like I did, You'll be fine. But uh, other people weren't so lucky, I don't think. <laughs> like my brother. I don't know. Not good. So we have to ask Dean out there in prison, how does it go with those showers there? Now, in the Army, I will tell you, this is behind the, the green rope, right? On the first day in the Army, they told all of us to, to strip, right? We got in the barracks. There are 40 of us. Don't know each other. Everybody, get your clothes off. I thought... What do they mean, get your clothes off? Like, get your clothes off, get it off? Strip down now! No! I was like, what are they saying? They're all, like, from the south. All these the drill sergeants are screaming, and everybody's and it's loud in there. I'm like, and everybody's confused. I'm like, what are they saying? And I saw other guys, like, getting naked. I thought, uh, did he mean take your clothes off naked or get take your clothes off kind of naked? God damn it, I said get your clothes off! I was like, oh, I guess that means naked. Now you got 40 guys standing there. Naked as the day they were born. And you were the oldest one in there? I was 29. They were all 18. They said, wow, there's a real man. <laughs> okay, Eddie's from Jersey. Pedophile. They said, now I want everybody heel to toe. God damn it, I said heel to toe. We're all just looking at each other. What the fuck does that mean? God damn it. I said, I know. You said heel to toe, but what does it mean? I'm not going to say anything. And he... The guy, Drill Sergeant Beetle, B-E-E-D-L-E, if you want for the legal reasons, Beetle, black dude, he got, like, the guy at the very end of the line, he put both of his hands on his shoulder. Now, the guy, everybody's standing there naked, and he turned him, like, he ah, turned him, and then he got the guy next to him, and he 
moved him up close to him and grabbed his shoulders and you know turned him the same way like to make him stand there heel to toe like he wanted the guy behind him to put your toes like close to the guy ahead of you his heel now remember everybody's standing here naked okay so now i'm like well this is going to really root out who who is excited for this or who isn't because heel to toe when you're nude with 40 guys is not good you know this is when you want scared turtle time right now uh i thought wow how big are my feet i mean so i don't want my toes up against this guy's heels and we're both nude i thought on the first day here i'm thinking what the hell kind of army is this if this is the greatest army in the world we got some problems <laughs> <laughs> we got some problems and then we lost in iraq we lost in afghanistan we lost everywhere i'm thinking heel to toe heel to toe it happened and then he kind of marched us into the showers and where you had to get a nice cold like shower this is like a torture i guess because you're the new guy or whatever and they took you in there like you know everybody had like marching like a little ants healed almost heel to toe you didn't want to get too close to the guy in front of him and you're both nude and it was like a nice cold shower and they wanted you to use this uh, like a hard bar of soap and yeah, like lathered up in your hands, ice cold water. You're like, oh my god, you're not gonna die, but it's uncomfortable. And they're screaming, and then the shower is loud, and all this stuff, and and get a little lather going, and your head is already shaved, so your head is kind of you're not used to having no hair. I wasn't, and the lather in your head, and it was like a hard soap, so it's kind of like burning. Maybe it's like a chemical kind of soap, and then they turned the water off. Now get out, and they gave you like a towel, so they didn't let you rinse like your head off. So now this thing is burning your head the soap the lather is burning and your your body's freezing and your head is like burning and they give you a towel now get back get back to your bunk area and you're like oh my god it's, it's the uncomfortable feeling just obviously being broken down uh emotionally uh physically mentally all this stuff and now you know being frozen in one way your head is burning and you're standing there confused i mean and we still can still naked yep still naked as the day you were born and they said if we can do this to you we can do whatever we want to you like in other words we're in charge we can strip you. We can get you in there. I thought, Jesus Christ, they're right. Oh, my God. It was a horrible You beginning. bend over. You get behind them. You get a car. And you get a car. And you no, that's in Iraq or Afghanistan. You get a Humvee. And you get a Humvee. Everybody gets a free Humvee. <laughs> I'm like, wow, what kind of fucking army is this? You wonder why guys are screwed up, right? But um, but anyway, I survived all that. I said, man, if I ever get out of here and if they ever create something like the Internet, I'm going to talk about this. I'm going to make a podcast. I'm going to get the weirdest guy. And he can do all the technical stuff. <laughs> you fucking asshole. And I'll do it in my mom's basement and we'll talk about girls and the tipping hookers and all kinds of shit. You know? Yeah, that's what we'll do. And we'll even give out our business card to really hot chicks who live in Linwood. Definitely. We'll talk about how gay guys like to look at guys' noses and think and wonder how big they are and ugh. And talk about sex and refugee camps. <laughs> we'll do all this stuff. If I could just make it out of this army. Oh my god. And I did, by the way. An award winning honorably discharged uh, soldier yes that that would be me you remember that but um yeah so i served honorably i thank you for my service of course you know who knew i had the ability to see through women's clothing i didn't know then i do know now so listen if you're some woman who ever meet me don't feel like i'm staring through your clothes i if you're attractive i am if you're not attractive you got nothing to worry about nothing at all to worry about i know so now you're thinking about your your night on the on the rubble pile tonight you're going to get out there and you're going to ask all those probing questions of people whose lives have been shattered yep yeah well that's good of you to participate so good luck are they feeding you out there you said there's a mess tent of yeah. sorts yeah what are they feeding you i have no idea so you don't know don't know 
Well, they're going to be on scene there for a while. That's quite a mess. Oh, yeah, they're, they're still there. Well, it gets down to it. What if they got a pizza that's shaped like a cock? Every slice of pizza was cut like a cock. Are you going to gobble some down? <laughs> what are you going to do? Someone. <laughs> I'm reading. Um, oh, okay. He's reading. I'm reading something here, and it says, My dental office wants to donate toothbrushes and toothpaste. Oh. Where can we send it? Don't send them to Afghanistan. They won't know what to do with them. Well, it's for the tornado people. Yeah, these are people who are rich. Their house just got destroyed. Doesn't mean they don't have toothpaste. <laughs> I mean, can't you send some money? What the fuck, man? It's a, probably a write-off, right? No, 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 we appreciate that donation. We love the donation. Love it. That's good. Look at that. Yeah, the houses. You show me filming this. Folks, go online. Look at Mullica Hill, uh, uh, New Jersey, right? Mullica Hill. And these are really nice houses. Not that, you know, it should happen to good people or bad people, whatever people, but this happens in the South all the time. It does not happen in New Jersey. So this is... Oh, no, it's a... This is different. Rare occurrence. This is very different. So, I mean, I don't know. We weren't oh, ready. What? We weren't ready. Oh, we weren't re oh, really? So there was a readiness problem here? How can you be ready for a tornado? I thought they just came out of nowhere. We have they advanced warning that They it just could spring up, so to speak. Yeah, there goes the. There's another tornado. There's another one. Wow. All right. Well, I guess they'll be on scene there for a while. I don't know what's going to happen after that. But, but what if somebody gave you? What if somebody gave you a piece of pizza shaped like a cock? <laughs> you gobble, gobble up. I'm sure you gobble it down, you fucker. <laughs> oh boy, thank God this is the end of season two. All right. Well, look, all of our sponsors, we love it. No more basement for Linwood. We're going to get to the gutter studios for season three. Stick with us. I promise it may get better. I promise it may get better. <laughs> I guess I promise it will get better. All right. Joseph Cooper, this is the moment. You get in the Humvee. <laughs> you get in the, the disaster vehicle. I'll bring this show to an end. Season two. Goodbye. We want to thank all of our listeners for joining us on season two of the gutter podcast. With all of our sponsors. Gary's Garments. Steubenville, Ohio. Swaggy Peas Pool Hall, Lansing, Michigan. Danny's Donuts, Joplin, Missouri. Baldy's Funny Farm, Hot Springs, Arkansas. Big Robin's Nest Upholstery, Jessup, Maryland. And for all you listening, thank you so much. Until next time at the Gutter Podcast Studios with your hosts, Endicott Prescott and Joseph Cooper. So long. Bye. 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 Bye.